Hey guys, on this episode of EdTech, we're going to be talking with Ernie Bailey, Scott Tyner, and Rob Raspberry as we talk about Zoom and online collaboration and how, it all, how this all affects as everything is shut down from the coronavirus. All this and more on EdTech. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is EdTech, episode 84, Sudden Switch to Online Classes. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. And by Christie Digital. This is EdTech, the higher ed monthly tech podcast. I'm your host, Bill O'Donnell. As always, I've got the illustrious Ernie Bailey. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. All right. We also have Rob Raspberry. How are you, sir? Doing fine. Always happy to be here. Indeed. And as always, Mr. Scott Tyner, how are you, sir? Hey, Bill. I'm, I'm doing well. Hope you're doing well also. Yeah. So, uh, as I say, the first thing I should kind of cover on everything is uh, a lot of folks right now are either working from home or working remotely or are considered essential personnel. Um, both Rob, as, as I say, I'm sure as you can kind of tell, but uh, both Rob and Ernie are uh, still at their uh, job sites and everything, while uh, Mr. Tyner and I are enjoying the luxury of working remotely, which has its own pitfalls. But um, Rob, I actually, you know, if both you guys want to kind of go into explaining, like, you know, how you guys are, uh, um, you know, still coming in and considered essential and things like that. It's, and it's not a knock so much as it's, you know, you guys are where you are. Let's, I'd, I'd at least like to hear this. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so basically, uh, my, I have two teams and my one team handles Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I am considered an essential critical employee and the rest of them have the ability to come in if they want to, but they are able to work remotely from home and managing Zoom you can do pretty much remotely anyway. But there are certain things that happen at a higher level and being here to interface directly with the networking guys and also some of the upper management really is pretty critical. There's already been a couple situations where if I wasn't here, uh, something bad would have happened. So right now our campus is closed. Only essential personnel are allowed in. Uh, We are moving everything online for the next term. And so that's cross-platform. It involves, you know, Blackboard, Collaborate, Zoom, Teams, all that stuff. So we're running around trying to organize all these things. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been off uh, for about a week. They sort of essentially closed the campus down on last Friday. Mm-hmm. And we don't expect to open up anytime soon for students, although... There was a situation where there are certain international students who are unable to go back home, so they've designated one of the uh, one of the dorms sort of as a congregating point for them. So we'll see how that works out. So there's all kinds of adjustments that have to be made, but pretty much I'm here to interface with the networking guys if something critical goes wrong, and uh, also interface with my team. Now, one quick other note is my other group, which is IMS handles classroom technology. And so all of our, you know, upgrades and uh, maintenance were shut down. 
And what I've done is I've taken those guys and I'm moving them over into our Zoom support team for the time being for the rest of the term to bolster our, you know, staff and help out with a gazillion calls that we're, we're going to get. And so that's pretty much where we stand right now. Okay. And uh, we're in a lot of the same situation with the exception as that our campus cannot close. We're a hospital we're, and we are the lead hospital for the state in the uh, COVID uh, situation right now. And uh, we're the only uh, acad uh, comprehensive academic health science center in the state. So we have all the different schools. All the students have been sent away. Uh, they can come to campus. They cannot enter any clinical areas. Uh, our dorms have remained open because there are a lot of students that can't go home right now uh, for situations similar to like what Rob was mentioning, international students or uh, those that can't travel to get where they need to be. Uh, so we've left the dorms open. We're asking them to self-quarantine pretty much. Uh, and also like Rob, we have a, uh, we have become a Zoom support group. We were, we supported uh, connecting to Zoom calls uh, three weeks ago. You know, if if another campus or uh, organization wanted to contact us and they use Zoom, my guys had a good skill set in, you know, uh, starting the soft conferencing uh, tools in the classroom, getting connected to Zoom and all that. Uh, my team has become Zoom administrators over the last two weeks. Uh, we went from zero license to 500 overnight. Um, we've and we're administering the license. We've issued 200 of our 500. Uh, all of our schools are in spring break, and they will start back up next week. So we'll be using uh, Zoom, Blackboard Collaborate, Teams. I think Rob went down our list as he was doing it for us. Uh, so we're uh, we're in exactly the same boat. A uh, little bit different because we're a hospital. Uh, we're handling the technical side of our command center. Uh, somebody asked where all of my displays were and I walked them into our command center. Uh, we actually have nine displays set up uh, throughout the room, projectors and uh, direct view displays, both uh, displaying all sorts of maps and uh, information. We're doing Zoom conferencing uh, at least twice a day. We have two updates that are Zoom uh, conferences. We have uh, very restricted registration uh, controlling how the information gets out, where it goes uh, right now. Uh, so that's been an experience uh, in that we're requiring people to register and then be accepted into conferences. So uh, that's the challenge. Um, but, uh, and we've, we're setting up several uh, Zoom meeting spaces for uh, meetings that have to take place and we can't get either the presenters, the faculty, or the participants on the campus. Um, and we ran into a situation just yesterday where we're having to do some special construction in the hospital. Uh, and the contractors are not being allowed on campus to present their materials, you know, um, as part of their uh, bid proposals. So we've set uh, up an offsite space with Zoom, so we can bring our in-campus people into the meeting uh, without them having to leave and, uh, you know, redress and rescreen coming back. But we can also bring the contractors in. So, 
uh, it's a lot of interesting and I want to say the challenges are fun. I don't like what's causing it, but uh, the opportunity it gives us to uh, learn new skills and to show the skill set that we have to a larger uh, audience here on our campus has been very good. And I, you know, we're we're getting recognition from people we never would have on campus uh, as the uh, tech support team. So. Uh, I think it's all been good. My my team, um, my we are trying to do some classroom renovation. We had some uh, material already here for maintenance or for upgrades, and we're starting to instead of doing that in the summer, we're starting to roll it out now, uh, speed things up. But we're also uh, moving our engineering and integration team into Zoom support. So, uh, like I said, a lot of what Rob said, but add a hospital to it. Yeah. Um. The, as I say, Ernie, I guess the, the big question for you guys is, um, have folks had to, have you, have you had to deal with a lot of folks dealing with like, say, cross-platform where it's like, well, I just use uh, Zoom or, um, you know, some other folks are just WebEx and you can't go, well, we can mix and match or it's well, I'm just thrown out there. Uh, we have run into that some, but the deal is the campus made a decision to, to uh, add Zoom to our offerings, uh, we were pretty much either video conferencing, uh, you know, with uh, hardware conferencing tools, uh, or uh, Blackboard Collaborate. Those were our options, and I didn't move enough. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we we've added Zoom, so Zoom is what we are supporting and doing, and. We have the hosting material, hosting licenses to do the Zoom now. Uh, we bought one large, uh, say large license, one thousand seat Zoom license. I'm allowed to move from user to user. We've used it for several events, mm -hmm. uh, and it's been very successful. And uh, I think probably Zoom is here to stay. My big question is, what's going to happen Monday when all the classes start back up again? And the faculty have the option of Blackboard Collaborate or Zoom, both fully supported by the campus. Uh, and we don't know which one they're going to use Monday morning. See, that's the that's the big question that I'm kind of afraid of, and I feel for the folks, uh, at least on our end, who yeah. I'm right down the hall from all the folks who handle the Blackboard, uh, the Blackboard shell building and everything else. Yeah. So those folks. I, I, I've already told them, I'm like, yeah, guys, um, what's your, uh, what's your personal, uh, you know, you like bourbon, gin, vodka. I'm like, I'm going to get them a <laughs> bottle of something very nice. Cause the next yeah. couple of days, the next, the next couple of days, uh, I don't envy them. Uh, I don't envy Rob after spring break happens or so. And wow. it's, it, it, the only reason is this, and you know, guys, you can chime in on this and everything. We do have some faculty who are already used to doing online teaching. Yeah. So for them, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to continue on with my stuff. There's some who have even done hybrid courses. So it's like, all right, I'm going to get a little bit out of my, my range. And then you're going to have some folks who flat out are going to be calling and saying, how do I get this? What do I do? I'm sure Ernie and his folks are still going to get some phone calls of, you know, I, I just have my laptop or I just have my iPad. Right. What, what do I do? Exactly. We have uh, 
all that written out at our help desk. You know, we have a we have a separate uh, AV help desk, and that's where it's running Zoom. And they're probably going to be doing collaborate as well. And we're not real strong in that because the collaborate people have their own help group, mm -hmm. but they they go through special training for all the faculty. Well. Those who didn't want to go through the training are <laughs> now going to start using it. And there's one person in Blackboard. And while I've only got a staff of 10, they're going to be there. It's a lot bigger than the Blackboard team. So we're going yeah. to be picking up a lot of that and trying right. to help people with both. And like I said, we don't know who's going to be using what. I ran into an instructor in the hall yesterday. He was actually uh, volunteering in one of our call centers during the day since he didn't have students. Mm -hmm. And I asked him if he was through lecturing for the semester because we lecture in small, our faculty lecture in small batches, mm -hmm. very specialized uh, stuff. And he said, I've got one more week, but I've already recorded all my lectures and, I'm, I've, and I've sent the students the links to the recordings. And then uh, I've told them I'm available. They can zoom into, my, into me, mm -hmm. and, you know, schedule a meeting, and we will have a one on one chat or a small group chat if they want to. So. <laughs> That's, that's the other end of it I think that'll be kind of interesting is um, how this kind of, after all this plays out, whether or not like faculty will continue to, to use, uh, you know, your Zooms, your WebEx sessions, your Collaborate sessions and things like that. Uh, I mean, I've already seen it, you know, I saw it on at least two of my colleagues who, funny enough, are in the ones in the computer science and the other ones in uh, the education department. And they're now starting to put up, um, you know, they'll, they will actually go and they've actually gone and set up uh, Zoom uh, um, teleoffice office hours and everything, you know, yeah. for their students. And just like, yeah, here, you know, if you guys want right. to pop in, here's my session. He sent the link out to everyone. And it's pretty much just, you know, it's essentially a graduated form of Google Hangouts. But um, the real question for me, I just look at it as I go, that's all well and good. Um, is that going to be the new norm? Um, yeah. like I said, if anything, you know, once again, Rob, I look at you guys and I just say, I hats off to you. If anything, I really feel like you guys are just going to be spinning plates for, for at least a good couple of weeks and probably, and yeah. you know, this is something I'll ask the whole group. Um, I know my college has already said that, uh, we're going to be doing, uh, online till the end of the semester. Um, more than likely we won't have graduation. Um, there's even possible talk of, uh, not having a summer session or just having an online summer session, but you know, they're, they're just forecasting stuff out. Um, is that, as I say, is that, is that been the case with everyone for the most part? Is like, you know, most of the, uh, the rest of the semester is canceled out or. Oh yes, yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no, the, the, the spring semester is all online. And then like you said, depending upon how this whole, coronavirus thing pans out if it continues on then we will continue on the online platform commencement still up in the air they're right. still deciding i would expect that as things are going it's probably going to be a virtual uh kind of thing one thing that we were lucky with is that we uh purchased an enterprise license a while back over a year ago so we were at least able i think to handle the capacity the, mm -hmm. the unknown part of it is is that you know once the semester gets going how many people are going to be calling and the other thing that we've done is that, you know, like uh, in Ernie's situation, there's a separate group that handles Blackboard and within Blackboard collaborate. So that's on their end. And then my team deals with Zoom. Yeah. We sort of all sort of cross over a little bit with Teams, but, mm -hmm. you know, not so much. 
but the, the bottom line is, is that even with Zoom, like once we do the recordings, we'll put them into Kaltura, which is our content management system, right. and allow that to push it into Blackboard and the core shells and things of that sort. So yeah. like you said, it's like that commercial where, you know, that company's sitting there and they open up and they're happy. They get one order on the screen and then it goes to a thousand and then 10,000 yeah. and they're like, oh, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah, Scott, uh, I'd ask on on your guy on your side and everything. I mean, granted, you know, it's a little bit smaller scale, but at the same time, um, you know, are you guys getting, being impacted by any of this, or are you just kind of like sitting back and just going, "All right, we'll we'll wait this through a bit." Uh, yeah, we've been we've been in, impacted. Uh, we've been fortunate, I think, in the sense that. Um, we have a really great academic technology team. Mm -hmm. um, many of them who had done online learning, who had designed or had taken courses on online learning and really pushed our faculty right from the start uh, to go towards asynchronous modes mm -hmm. uh, and, do, and do reading and do individual meetings, but don't try and take something that you've done in class, in person, every day and suddenly switch that to online with Zoom. It's, it's, it's just too much. The other advantage we had is when we sent our students home, we only had about four weeks left of our semester. So we were, we were two thirds or three quarters of the way done our semester. Oh. Um, so we're just in this kind of final sprint. We do this funny thing where May is called short term. It's a one class that the students take that's highly in, in, uh, intensive and that was canceled. So if we get through the next two or three weeks, we'll be good. Um, I also manage um, our IT help desk and so about a week after we sent the students home, uh, we, didn't, we didn't send all of our staff home. Our campus is still technically open. But we told everybody they could work from home. And of course, everybody decided to work from home. Mm. Uh, and so we were dealing with a lot of, hey, I picked up my desktop computer and took it home. Now what do I do? <laughs> um, and so we, you know, we, we dealt with it. And um, by all accounts, things are going surprisingly well. Um, It'll be, it'll be interesting to see come May or June when people start coming back, um, how, how some things have changed about what we think of uh, remote work. Hmm. The, that's actually been one of the things, I, just for fun, um, in between some of the projects that I was kind of juggling, um, uh, I don't know if folks know this, but uh, link, uh, for one thing, lynda.com was actually acquired by LinkedIn, so now it's LinkedIn Learning. And just for fun, you know, here and there, I was kind of taking up a couple of things just to kind of keep the yield professional development going. And uh, they actually had two or three courses on, you know, learning to work remotely, which, you know, I was like, oh, let me see when this is produced two years ago. All right, let me go start going through it and everything. And it is one of those fun bits. It's each course is about maybe about half hour long or so, but it, it does actually like kind of pace things out a little bit better. And, you know, case in point is exactly this um, as we're doing a podcast or anything is kind of the same idea how we've been trying to tell folks how to work remotely. And that is find like a quiet space, find something separated, find an area where, you know, you're not going to get distracted and everything else. Um, has that worked out for all, all the folks? Not exactly. Um, I know our, in our case, our user, the head of our user services folks, um, she is working out of her kitchen <laughs> and which seems like a good idea in theory until you realize that her daughter uh, has also decided to just plunk the chair next to her 
And I had to laugh because at one point she was doing all her stuff remotely. And uh, literally there was the thing of, mom, can you change your podcast? Why? I don't like it. And yeah, it's little stuff like that. But back to the original bit of this. Um, I think in general, this is going to cause some interesting uh, dynamic changes. Um, I'm sure a lot of the schools are now going to be looking, you know, more hard, more a, a much harder look at, you know, how much of this can we do? On, how many classes can we actually do online? You know, in Rob's case, Ernie's case, uh, you guys both have gone into both dived into the deep end on, you know, getting the enterprise licenses and everything. And yeah, I think there is going to be this this bit of okay, how many classes can we actually do online? And you know, case in point. I think the greatest one, and they probably haven't been impacted that all, all that much, um, are to say the folks from Liberty University, who have like an on, an, have like an on-campus student body of about fifteen thousand, but their online student uh, body was about eighty-five thousand. So um, yeah, in any event, uh, like I said, so. Just kind of moving yeah. on with yeah, – go ahead, Tom. I, I was just going to say that I, I'm not sure that a, a place like Bates would ever go full online learning, but it is interesting to think about when faculty are traveling or they're going to conferences or there's snow days or all kinds of other things that we're teaching them ways to keep up with the students. The other big piece for me is what it's going to do about those of us who um, are learning about working from home. So I would have told you four weeks ago there's no way my help desk could ever work from home, and yet – they all are right now, and we're we're doing things. We're keeping the operations running, so we're mm-hmm. all learning some interesting things. Now, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll all right. I'll flip this back for a second. Then, uh, you as you know, in being in charge of like the the user services or the help desk and everything, um, it say, would you actually would you be a little bit more open now for folks saying, you know, hey Scott, can I at least do like, you know, maybe one day a week work from home or something, or you still prefer to have like, you know, kind of more boots on the ground kind of thing? I, I think we're going to be much more open to that. Our, our biggest issue right now with our help desk in particular is our phone system. It's still an analog phone system, um, and if we had a uh, yeah, if we had an IP system or a soft phone system, it, it wouldn't even be a question. Um, but certainly we're, we're going to be more open to that. Yeah. Uh, same question for you, uh, Rob and Ernie, are you guys, as I say, is it looking more for, well, I think Rob, you already hit the nail and you said, you know, some of the folks already kind of work remotely, but um, <clears throat> is there going to be any shift in, di- in dynamic for some of the folks you work with as far as like, you know, working from home or work or having different days or having like uh, working remotely days kind of thing. I think that that if the results that are yielded through this um, meet the satisfaction of, you know, the higher ups and in general in management, then that will certainly change their perspective on work from home. Mm. I mean, in my group. But that doesn't apply to you, though. uh, (laughs) Right. Evidently not. I have to keep things together. But um, so as an example, like my uh, video collaboration and production group, there are days in the office we're all together and they have edit um, projects that they have to do. And we don't have a dedicate uh, more than one dedicated space to edit. So they'll say, Hey Rob, can I edit from home on this project? It's got a deadline. I'm fine with that. And I think that, you know, with help desk, you can do a lot of stuff remotely. You just have to keep track of it. Like we use remedy force for tickets to keep track of stuff. Uh, but there are certain things that, I mean, we have loaners that we're giving out. 
So that is something that's very physical for, you know, faculty. They have to, I don't have a laptop. I don't have one that works at home. All right, you got to come in, sign it out. You know, that kind of stuff has to stay. But yeah, I think that it, it'll change everybody's perspective on remote, remote uh, or working from home. I just say, obviously, Ernie. I think for you guys, I say, I'm obviously, you know, once again, I'm seeing you're still you're still in place and everything. But um, are any members of your team going to be uh, be able to start doing stuff remotely, or probably, or not so much? I've got two guys working from home. Uh, I've got one guy handling calls, uh, especially Zoom calls at home, and remoting into people's computers if he needs to. Uh, and I have uh, one of my designers actually doing uh system system drawings uh at home right now he you know at his request that what's nice is he lives 10 minutes from campus so <laughs> uh, he, he, if we need him here he's you know he can be here just about as quick as he could be somewhere from his office uh so uh that's nice but uh yeah we're we're trying to rotate people through letting them work at home uh, our it help desk has moved most of their people home uh, we do have soft phones, uh, so they can do that. Uh, and all, all of our tools are remote. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Like I said, it's 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 a it's a dynamic shift. I think when everything is said and done, um, I think everyone you know, higher ed wise, is definitely going to have the conversations of, oh my gosh, some of this stuff really could be handled online or just be handled uh, um, via, via you know, team, whether you want it to be Teams, whether you want it to be uh, Zoom, uh, you know, or WebEx or what have you. Um, and then, there, you know, there are always those, you know, crazy folks who decide to go the uh, Google Plus uh, or G Suite route. Uh, but, you know, we won't invoke those things yet. Anyway, um, that aside, guys, I think that's about all the time we really have. Uh, Rob, where can the fine folks find you at? On LinkedIn, of course. Of course. Ernie, same place, same time? Same place, same time. There we go. And Mr. Tyner, where can the fine folks find you and your awesome uh, articles at? Uh, I'm at uh, on Twitter all the time, at S. Tyner, and uh, I share most of them on LinkedIn as well. Indeed. And uh, as I say, Scott, are you going to move? Are you uh, just uh, one last little bit here? Uh, <laughs> if anything, uh, I was going to actually ask you, what's your opinion on uh, on uh, the nice, wonderful weather in Tampa? <laughs> so I was actually very close to Tampa when Mr. Brady decided uh, to make his change. Uh, and to be honest, I mean, I, I know, you know, it's, it's just the four of us. So if I had an opportunity, I would change my job to Tampa as well, so I can't I can't argue with Mr. Brady. Okay. Oh well. All right, guys. Once again, okay. uh, I will say, as I say, we got to wrap this up. Uh, as I can tell, Ernie's getting pinged. Uh, so yeah. that being said, uh, once again, this is EdTech, the Higher Ed Tech Monthly Podcast, and uh, as always, EdTech is part of AV Nation. Once again, okay. this is EdTech.